the Popcorn Boys. We're coming in hot. We are coming at you live from Culver City, California. I'm Kyle Jamison. With me is Daniel Trainer And Daniel. Yes. Do you ever just uh, feel like running? <laughs> no. I just felt like running. <laughs> Listen. We <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Popcorn Boys Tom Hanks episode. The Tom Hanks episode, ladies and gentlemen. Now, were we supposed to do this episode uh, two weeks ago, something like that? Sure. Yes. But apparently, there's. I'm sorry, a bug just flew by my face. It distracted me. A uh, little thing called COVID got in the way. Oh, yeah. A week and a half long bout with COVID for you, my friend. How Not great. You? Not great. How are you feeling? I'm fine. Okay. I may be coughing throughout this episode, but I Oh, I great. Oh, I'm so happy I I'm on the same. I'm so happy. Do you, do you have a negative COVID. test around that I could just look at for my own? Oh, no. Never tested negative. You want me to take one? I have a couple. How do I get out of here? <laughs> I'm fine. It's been uh, it's been a long time. The doctors cleared me. The doctors cleared you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, great. how did I get COVID but not you? Uh, I have one of the greatest immune systems so, like, known to three Earth. or four days leading up to me getting COVID. We were making out. Yeah. <laughs> We did like 12 things in a row together. I know. It, I mean, none of that makes sense. But also, I mean, not only you, my roommate also had COVID. Who, you know, so for those of you not familiar, roommate means you share an apartment. So I sh uh, did not get it from him either. I don't know, baby. I'm just telling you. Seems like a hoax. Immune system. Well, less, of course, COVID hoax. But, you know, immune system strong. Anyway. Sorry. So the reason we're... Uh <clears throat> meant to do this Tom Hanks episode was because we went and saw the latest Tom Hanks feature film, Elvis. No, that's not how you say it. In which he plays the titular Elvis Presley. Elvis. What's that? Elvis. What? what are you doing? Elvis. Are you being Elvis? Yeah, of course. Oh. One for the money, two for the raw. Is that him? I mean, yeah, I sort of yeah, imagine Elvis. Shoes. Yeah, that's Elvis. He sings every song ever made. He does, yeah. Bulljack! Oh! Now, I was just joking, of course. Tom Hanks does not play Elvis. Oh, I didn't hear that. He, Hilarious, though, that you said that. Hilarious. People are probably still laughing. He plays Colonel... <laughs> Sanders. The, what is his name in this movie? Colonel... I, I don't even, I, the I'm, Colonel, right? The, the Colonel. Tom. Colonel Tom. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get Colonel it. Tom Parker. I nailed Colonel it. Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, that's pretty good. I got that. Colonel Tom Parker. Now, we will save our Elvis thoughts, you know, for those of you who are still uh, listening, wait, wait, <laughs> waiting around to see whether, do I want to actually head out to the theater to see Elvis? <laughs> well, we'll end the episode with a spoilery discussion about, you know, the king himself and and the king and the colonel that's what it should be called the king of the colonel the king and the colonel the king of the colonel is over Redenbacher, my friend no it's us we're the kings of the colonel we're the popcorn oh boys. good point <clears throat> great <Shit>. point <coughs> shout out to orville though the seth MacFarlane show speaking of i uh 
I hope this isn't speaking of Orville. <laughs> well, please tell me that's not where it's we're an headed. A to, it's an A to B. A to, is it A to B or A to C? I don't know. You, you. They always used to talk about that in improv class. A to C. Never quite got it. Why never made a Herald team? Um, <laughs> well, A to C is when you skip B. Right, but A to B. Anyway. I mean, a spoiler alert for our Elvis viewing. Neither of us got popcorn. Ooh, I forgot about that. I think about. I've thought about it every day since. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, brother, I feel like I ate something. We'll talk about the experience before. here. I don't remember the experience. Where did we see? You it? had COVID, probably. You remember when we saw Elvis? Was it the Dine and Dash or whatever? <laughs> yeah, the Dine and God, the your dine memory. See, what is so interesting about your memory... Was it the dine-in? What is so interesting about your memory is that you... You can remember meaningless facts about just movies and college basketball and all this. You can't remember where you saw a movie with me two weeks ago. Yeah, nor should I. The important (laughs) part of the experience is not where we saw this movie. I never said it was. Never said it was. But the fact that you don't remember where you saw it is a little bit troubling. Is a little bit troubling. And I do think you should see a physician for that. Did we go... Do you really not remember? Was it the dine-in? Yes. Did we go to... What's it it called? The... Yard house after? Before or after? That was after? You really don't remember that? popcorn then? Do you really not remember this? No, I'm, I'm This con- is absolutely mm. shocking. I'm calling the authorities. No, I'm confused as to why we didn't get popcorn if we didn't eat right before the movie. Do you not? You really don't remember any of this. No. This is really... I'm, I'm serious. I'm concerned. <laughs> why? I'm supposed to remember what I did before a movie two and a half weeks ago? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that yes, you are. Well, what was it? So we, so we walked in. It was a very confusing setting in the lobby. So there's like the thing <laughs> where you like have to buy your ticket, right? But then also like a bar. But then also, I think you're supposed to buy your concessions at the ticket thing, and then they bring them to you with the seat. But it was confusing, and we were running late. And, and you'd also do it on the app, right? Oh, so you remember that? Yeah. That you leaned over to be like halfway through the movie. You know you can do it on the app. <laughs> well, okay. Well. So we didn't get popcorn because we were late. I thought it was because uh, we were I sitting was... in the front row. <laughs> I thought it was because I was full, not because we were late. You weren't full. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Not because of me. And then we went to Yard House and we got a pretzel and some garden wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I remember all this now. Okay. Oh. We're back, baby. Remember remember before we started this episode, we're like, we're just going to get right into it. <laughs> and here we are saying un- the unfortunate words, Gardein Wing. <laughs> I had COVID. I'm not, I can't be expected to remember Oh, please. Oh, Your please. Your memory gets wiped. Just like that. Oh, please. Please. COVID. Like your taste? No, my taste was fine. You must have fucking COVID your whole life. I didn't lose your any. Your taste is so bad. I didn't lose any taste or smell. That's good. Hey, where's the popcorn I bought you? I I was just gonna say, should we should we eat it? You haven't opened. it. I haven't opened it. No. Wow, what an absolute monster of a man. 
I've been coughing. I didn't want to like choke on popcorn. I actually haven't eaten popcorn since before we saw Elvis. Why aren't we eating it? No, don't get up. It's a fuck up. We'll hit a cord. It'll be it'll be a disaster. It's in the cabinet. I'll have some after. Uh, I'll carry it home like a son. It's that type of thing where the the bag is so preposterously large that I was like, if I open it, like, is that it? Do I do I only have like one shot at this? What? Like, am, I, am I gonna be able to like reseal it enough so that it? Oh, reseal it. Who cares? Well, it's going to be stale popcorn. I don't care about that. Just like this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's time for the... I do... People are wondering what the hell we're talking about. Kyle got COVID and I was such a good god. friend. Oh Sorry. my you, you wanted god. me to say this. Oh my god. I was such a good friend. I went to the grocery store and bought him things and I was like, oh hey, he had a whole list. I bought eggs. Never done that in my life. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and I'm walking through the aisles of Smart and Final, a place I would never go and frankly would never go again, but was walking through the aisles and I saw what could only, I don't know, be described as a five foot tall bag of popcorn <laughs> that was, I believe, $3. <laughs> and I said, well, got to get that. Bought mm -hmm. it. Bought okay. it for my friend. Bought it for my sick friend. You also got me a giant tub of peanut butter pretzels. Oh, yeah. Where are those? I'm about, they're, they're also in the cabinet. I've eaten about two-thirds of them. Why do you put this in the cabinet? Why not just out on the counter? Why wouldn't I put it on the cabinet? On the cabinet? In the cabinet. You said on. I I mean, why just leave them out? Why not put them away? I, what do you mm. mean? It's not the most tidy apartment. If there's space for it. Well, there's always there's you have nothing. Whatever, fine. <laughs> it's the only thing in your cabinet. I mean, why should leave it out? I mean, I've been here before, and there's like you know a box of chicken from two weeks ago. What? A box of chicken. Okay. I okay. think we should preface this by saying that the entire Tom Hanks discourse and discussion. Uh, I mean, the the timing of Elvis worked out well, but. At some point, we discussed, I think probably on the podcast, about whether or not Tom Hanks is a good actor. <laughs> and I do think I brought it up. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was kind of our discussion leaving the movie. Not to spoil our thoughts on Tom Hanks' performance in Elvis, but that really kind of uh, sh sharpened the... Now, hold on a second. Have we... Uh, what? Have we been wrong about Tom Hanks this whole time? Well, that was the discussion we had leaving at at, at, Afro, oh, at the aforementioned. Well, I speak for your yard house. <laughs> at the aforementioned yard house. Do you remember, by the way? I'm sorry. How long it took to get our beers at your at yard house? What was going on? No, what? I don't. You remember, remember nothing. God. <sighs> we got a pretzel. Yeah, yes. Do you remember where we went after yard house? Yeah, we went to Reagan's. Oh, so you remember him. That's probably where I got COVID. Well, I didn't get it there. Yeah, that's why I'm very confused. Okay, he's trying to swat a fly at the moment. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to kill his bug. Don't kill a bug. Why? Don't listen to the podcast. You can't live here. Oh, God. Bugs are awesome. You ever think about bugs? Wow. <laughs> that's it, huh? That's right. Well, how a old? Bugs life? Have you ever seen a bug's life? How old are bugs? 
How Do you ever think about bugs? that? How old are bugs? Which bug? Any of them. The one you just killed. I don't think it's dead. I did think no, I, but really, I, how I made contact. Old, I think I knocked it to the ground. How old is a given bug? It's certainly concussed. <laughs> how old is, is, is a given bug? Uh, a couple days. But you know that because... I don't know. I'm just guessing. Okay. What's the oldest bug? Don't like... Don't, um... What's the oldest bug? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, Siri. Oh, God. How long do bugs live? <laughs> okay. I found this on the web for how long do bugs live. Oh, Check my God. Termite queens can live up to 50 years. Slay queen? Yes. Yes, termite. <laughs> how uh, old? 50 years. Yeah. Most insects live for less than a year. Nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows that for sure. No. How do you know? How do you know? I'm being honest. How long a bug lives? How do you know how old a bug is? No. So you're telling me someone followed a termite for 50 years? (laughs) No, I'm serious. How do you know? Oh, can live for 50 years. How do you know? A mayfly will only live for around 24 hours in adult form, but a termite in Africa can live for up to up to 50 years. Houseflies can live. There's no way anyone knows that. 15 to 25 days, depending on the temperature and how much food they find. Oh. Huh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we were saying Tom Hanks. Yes. So the discussion was was hmm. Tom Hanks had a interesting l- recent career stretch. Yeah. Is he? I guess. I guess it was a two-parter. Is, is he still a good actor? And then it was like, wait a minute, was he ever a good actor? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a blasphemous question. Frankly, I go to the school of. You go to the school. Sorry, to the church of, of '90s Tom Hanks. That's where I pray every morning. <laughs> where is it? Uh, Seattle. Sure, yeah. Or uh, Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> Please. Or Philadelphia. I mean... <laughs> or Normandy. <laughs> or... Oh, is that where that was? Or where does that thing you do take place? <laughs> oh, I know. I wanted to watch that, too. I know. I didn't get around to that one. So, anyway, Daniel and I went through and, and each rewatched, you know, a various selection of T Hizzy movies. <laughs> and we're gonna run through his entire career, stopping at times to discuss movies we rewatched. Everyone just turned off the podcast, but yeah. What do you mean? We're gonna run through his entire they're like, oh here they go again. <laughs> oh wait, I, I don't have time for this. <laughs> well what else are they doing? That's a good question. No, th- this is the thing. People complain about the episode length. <clears throat> You're not paying for it. Nobody hey, Everybody loves the episode length. They, I think so too. Everyone who hits me up says this should be longer. No one's Just ever texted you about this. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. We're starting. <clears throat> Tom Hanks' film career. Was so he born not- Thomas? Really? That's where we need to go here? Well, I mean, he was, right? Is Tom Hanks his, re- is his given name? Thomas I mean, Jeffrey Hanks. Thomas Hanks. Born where? 
Um, Concord, California. What? Don't know where that is. Oh, I would have bet like Missouri. Yeah, me too, actually. But see, here we go. We're he's a fraud. Sorry. Concord, California. The eighth largest city in the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. How come he hasn't done a San Francisco movie? Great. No, Are there San I'm Francisco sure. movies? Uh, Bullet. <laughs> Did that take place in San Bullet. Francisco? Yeah, Steve McQueen. Is that in San Francisco? Don't know. <laughs> Never saw it. Feels like it's a San Francisco movie. I think it might be. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I haven't either, but hang on. So why would you say that? Because I think it takes place in San Francisco. Oh, Dirty Harry does. What in the world? Dirty Harry is a San Francisco movie. You and I have seen the movie set in San Francisco together in theaters, but you wouldn't remember that. The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, look at that. Look at you. You know, how dare you. That's a good movie. Oh, the first line of the bullet plot summary is, on a Friday night in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, people often get Chicago and San Francisco mixed up. Very very similar climates. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Oh, he flees. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look at that. The next morning, San Francisco Police Department Shit. Detective Lieutenant Frank Bullitt and his team, blah, 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 blah. He plays the detective? He's Lieutenant Frank Bullitt. So, uh, apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even really know if it takes place in San Francisco, <laughs> but it, it involves something to do with San Francisco. I nailed it. Great. <clears throat> anyway. Did you like Ricerone? San Francisco Treat? Yeah. Love it. I loved. Ricerone was a big part of my childhood. Oh, right, boy. Hold on. Stand by. Uh, this, I mean, this is just an absolute. This is already Hanks's off the rails. <laughs> Wikipedia page. Hanks is related to Abraham Lincoln <laughs> and Fred Rogers, but not a direct descendant. What does that mean? Aren't we all? I don't know. It's just oh, sentence. don't get me started on this. Oh, you know, so and so is related to Princess Diana. Oh, he's yeah. related to Abraham Lincoln. Everyone is. Why didn't he? He should have played Abraham Lincoln. Please. This, see, this is you know you bringing that up is a great analogy. Tom Hanks could never. Could never what? Do what Daniel Day Lewis did. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis could never do what Tom Hanks did. You know what? Wow. This is a great discussion, and I absolutely disagree. What? Well. All right. We got to – we can't just – we got to get specific. Are we an hour in yet? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's start. So he's born in Concord, California. Then what? (laughs) No, Uh, please. So he's related to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, great. Great. Uh, His mother was of Portuguese descent. Oh, uh, parents divorced in 1960. I'm literally. Well, he was born his, when? His yeah, why don't you read the whole born thing? Born in 56. What does check come into the picture? <laughs> um. By the way, have you seen the stuff that like? So Tom Hanks has two brothers, I think. Mm, didn't know that. But there's there's like stuff out there that that one of his brothers actually voices Woody. <laughs> Now it's confirmed that he does some of the like uh he voice his brother voices Woody in like video games or like some of he the He does some of the like extended stuff. And now there's a whole conspiracy that like Tom's never done. Well I fell I into mean, one of his 
Not to take it back to our last episode, which came out four years ago, but we're making fun of people who were like, oh, why didn't Tim Tim Allen voice Lightyear? Guess who thinks Tim Allen should have voiced Lightyear? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Well. Tom Hanks. (sighs) Tom Hanks is also looking rather uh, Tom Hanks frail these days. Like, to the point that there are rumors about medical issues. yeah. And he yelled at that person who, like, kind of ran into Rita. Rita. Yeah. I think something's going on here with Tom. Something's happening. He's got a good beard in his Wikipedia page, though. <laughs> like how that's his Wikipedia page photo. <laughs> All right. He so, went to, so he went to Cal State University, Sacramento. Okay. Great. That's gorgeous for him. Uh, 1978, he married... Samantha Luz. I don't know that I knew he was married before. Yeah, divorced in 87, marries Rita Wilson in 88. Wait, married for how long to her? To Samantha Luz? Uh, nine years. What's her deal? I don't know. She's calling Hanks' mom. Right? I guess. Wait, she Chet- Wait, is she Chet's mom too? No. Who's Rita- Chet's mom? Rita is Rita's Chet's mom? Chet's mom? Right? I don't yes. know. Yes. How old is Chet? Uh, Chet is 31. Is this a safe space to, to say that I think Chet Hanks is hot? <laughs> no. Okay. Please, please don't bring that up. Okay. Yeah, Jim Hanks. J- Tom J- Hanks' brother. J- Jim Hanks. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> uh, often does voice substitution work for his older brother, Tom Hanks. I don't. I, I. I can't take this in at the moment. Notably, Sheriff Woody for Toy Story related talking toys and video games. And there's also call or uh, Larry Hanks. They named their sons Larry, Jim, and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they got divorced. Wait, Tom's parents? Yeah, they got divorced too. That's what I said. When he, in 1960, when Tom was four. I didn't hear that part. Jeez. Anyway. So, blah, blah, blah. We fast forward. Tom becomes an actor. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Both and buddies. (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. He's an actor. Uh, We're going to skip. We're not going to mention any of his TV stuff, even though Bosom Buddies is one of his, maybe his break. I don't know. I think so, yeah. This is not a TV podcast. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. TV, the, uh, TV, shmeevy. I mean, that's what, what I what say. What would be like the TV version of the Popcorn Boys? The... The like Chips and Salsa Boys or something. <laughs> <laughs> something you eat at home while you're watching TV, but you wouldn't get in the The TV theater. Dinner Boys. Yeah. yeah. That's my spinoff. I'm going to do that with somebody. Hey. Sorry. So in 1980, he makes his first appearance in a movie. We're going to... Right here. First decade. The 80s. <clears throat> Here's the run. 1980. He knows you're alone. He plays Elliot. 1983. Splash. He's a star. Yeah. Uh, so this is like post-Bosom Buddies stardom. He's already... So his second movie, he's already like the co-star of. Uh, would you like any of the um, movie synopses? No. A young man is reunited with a mermaid who saved him from drowning as a boy. He falls in love with her, not knowing who or what she is. I've never seen Splash. That's Splash. 
Bachelor Party, 1984. Soon to be married man's friends throw him the ultimate bachelor party. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 1985, he does The Man with One Red Shoe. Yeah, I've never heard of that in my life. A man picked randomly out of a crowd is made the target He's of a CIA of so surveillance that's... and pursuit. What'd you say? Nothing. 1985, he also does Volunteers. Uh, that one's too long. With summary, I'm going to skip it. <laughs> 1986, we get The Money Pit. A young couple struggles to repair a hopelessly dilapidated house. Co-stars Shelley Long. 1986, we get Nothing in Common. A successful advertising executive finds his freewheeling life crashing to a halt when his parents end their long-time marriage. Well, that probably hit close to home. Uh, <laughs> 1986, we also get Every Time We Say Goodbye. I haven't even heard a lot of these. I haven't heard of, I would say, all of them. <laughs> Uh, a Protestant World War II pilot and a Jewish girl fall in love in Jerusalem, even oh, though their God. diverse backgrounds threaten to pull them apart. Oh, I'm sure that's a really nuanced tale. <laughs> <laughs> 1987, we get Dragnet. The, the movie? movie? Yep. Dan, uh, Co-starring Dan Aykroyd and Christopher Plummer. Sure. <clears throat> and then here we go. The run's about to start. But so, hold on. Before we get into the run. So he's in, let's say, 10 movies. I mean, Splash is a thing. Bachelor Party's a thing. Money Pit's a thing. Money Pit's a thing. But it, it's hit or miss for a while. Like, it sort of feels like somebody like him sort of coming off a, I don't know, less than respected but popular sitcom. Right. Push into movie stardom in today's world. If like your first thing is like a flop, or like you aren't like on a hot streak immediately, you're done. Like he has like a decade of like, eh, we'll see. <laughs> right. But he's he's how, how let's see how old is he in Big? Is he in his thirties already? Yeah, that's in big? that's a little alarming. 1988, he does Big. He was, I said he was born in '56. When did Big come out? What it, like date? Like date? Oh. Um, do they have that on this? Yeah, I gotta do it over here. I mean, nineteen eighty-eight, a big year for the world. Why is that? Why do you think? I don't know. Big he fan did. of uh, Danny and the Miracles. What the hell's that? Danny Manning led the Kansas Jayhawks to the 1988 oh, NCAA championship. Absolutely not. Is an eighth seed, I want to say. Who cares? Yeah, we know you were born in 1988. Yeah, baby. But I'm seeing if Big came out before I was born or not. Oh, yeah. It's actually a really big deal. Oh, clever. Uh, it came out June 3rd. Wow, wow, wee, wow. I was a little itty bitty baby. I wonder if I went and saw it. Wait, when? what's your birthday? May 24th. Oh, wow. That might have been... It, I mean, it would have been a funny, it would have been a funny thing for my parents to hit bring... It all, hit it on the way home from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a funny thing for my people to bring me to Big, and they're walking through the movie. They're like, <laughs> little, you know? That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, some of these movies, like Splash... Yeah. Splash is like a hit. Oh, yeah. Makes 
almost seventy million on a eleven million dollar budget. So like you're, we're saying, you know, some of these are he's pretty hit or miss here, but sure, I, th- I think he's successful. Sure, but uh, you know, in terms of box office and sure, like Bachelor Party, we kn- we talked about. It. I'm just saying, I'm not sure I don't... If the one the man with one red shoe was really a smash. What? <laughs> I don't know if the the man with one red shoe really kind of no. blew up. No, I. I, I, see, well, I want to see if I can find how much that made. <laughs> the man with one red shoe. Now it's unfortunate because you're always looking for two shoes. What? You always want to have two. But you don't. So want he two has red one. Shoes. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe one shoe is better than two. Uh, Wikipedia is talking about a few flops here. Well, he was floundering, 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 and then he found that piano. Well, even after he did big, <clears throat> okay. Let's. I'm not gonna find all the info here. Let's just keep it moving. <clears throat> so, in 1988, we get big. Yeah. Which neither of us rewatch for the purposes of of this episode. True, but have seen it many times. Yeah, uh, I've seen it enough. This is the movie where you like, you you watch Tom Hanks and you're like, this is a star, star making performance. Okay. Then maybe that's what you got out of it, but he's fantastic and big. He's one of the only actors in the history of the world that makes that movie work. Okay, I mean Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis could not be. You're wrong, Josh. You're wrong. Biggins. You're wrong. You're wrong. Biggins. Does he have a last name? It's just Josh. Uh, I'm not wrong, but anyway, <clears throat> you thought it was Biggins, isn't it? I don't know. Josh, <laughs> Wait, the movie is called Big. Movie. <laughs> his he thought was... his last name was Biggins. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the movie is just his nickname, Big. For Biggins, I, I don't. I'm... Baskin, that's what it is. Baskin, Josh Baskin, related to Carol. <laughs> big, yes. All right, Big is a thing. Big happens. Big is great. What's going on? I feel like you're... No, nothing. I feel like you're very... You're, I'm not anti-big. I'm not anti-big. I think you're anti-Tom. I think you're anti-big. No, I, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're well, wrong. It certainly wrong. sounds like it. I mean, big is... Big is dynamite. A dynamite movie. <laughs> okay. Great concept. Great statutory rape. <laughs> uh, One of the better ones. But But is it... Technically. Because he's big... At the time, but he's a kid. <sighs> Please. I mean, the back to the future of it all. <laughs> uh, so then in 1988, he does Punchline. 1989, he does The Burbs. 1989, he does Turner and Hooch. Yeah. So that's the 80s. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, the... the, evo- the Not really the evolution. The development of Tom Hanks, the movie star. Yeah. Culminating in 88 there with Big. Then we get to the 90s. Yeah. So this, as I've already mentioned, is where I go to church every weekend. (laughs) This is when he really starts rattling things off. All right. So speaking of rattling things off, I'll rattle off all his 90s movies. Okay. And then we'll go through and hit on some of the ones we want. I'll let you go. Yes. 1990, Joe versus the Volcano. 
1990, The Bonfire of the Vanities. 1992, A League of Their Own. 1993, Sleepless in Seattle. 1993, Philadelphia. 1994, Forrest Gump. 1995, Apollo 13. 1995, Toy Story. 1996, That Thing You Do. 1998, Saving Private Ryan. 1998, You've Got Mail. 1999, Toy Story 2. 1999, The Green Mile. There's the run, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely unbelievable. One of the absolute all-time runs. I mean... Unparalleled. And I'm not talking quality. Well, but I'm talking just talking quantity? What are you what are you talking about? Well no, just in terms of like That's a movie star run. That is a movie star run. I mean you look at so we'll trim out the first few, but Lee Lerone's huge hit. He's great in it. Sleepless in Seattle, one of the all time romantic comedies Philadelphia wins the Oscar Forrest Gump one of the biggest movies of the entire decade wins the Oscar again back to back be- Apollo back 13. to back best actor which we will get to Apollo 13 Toy Story the, the best animated movie ever made Saving Private Ryan I think we've the Toy Story of it all, we can sort of put on the back. I think that's an interesting anecdote. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't mean to demean work. voice Yo, work. As we've talked I about. I really don't mean to demean voice work. As I'm we've just already saying, mentioned, Jim Hanks was doing all the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Hanks and <clears throat> Tony Allen. Tony Allen? Tim's brother? Former Memphis Grizzly Tony Allen? All right, let's start with Joe versus Volcano because I believe that's one of the ones you rewatched. A movie, I, no, not rewatched. Watch for the first time. I've never seen it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I thought I'd go back and see Tom, sort of, you know, at, at the start of the '90s here, and a movie I'd always kind of wanted to watch. And Joe versus the Volcano. Now, here's what I'll tell you. And this is an interesting theme. Through, are you videoing me? No, I'm um the the trailer Watching porn. Oh. No, the trailer for Joe versus the Volcano is playing on my phone on mute. Fun. Uh, I'm looking at some of the imagery from this movie. He looks insane in this. Uh sort of. Well, I mean, yeah. Here's what I will say. An interesting thing that comes up in in watching a lot of these movies again is in a lot of them, Tom Hanks is not giving my favorite performance in the movie. Okay. Joe versus the volcano. Ladies and gentlemen. The volcano gives the best performance. The vo- <laughs> if you want to see a star, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Meg Ryan in Joe versus the volcano. Yeah. Wah, wah, wee, wah. She is in the, what was my Hall of Fame? The Popcorn Boys Hall of Fame. And no one's been in it since I instituted it, but she's in there. This, I mean, this movie has sort of taken on, or taken on. This is after When Harry Met Sally. Weird. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. it's the next year. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we could talk about what, what the world has done to Meg Ryan. 
mean, we still have Sleepless in Seattle to talk about. Uh, she's amazing in this movie. I mean, she is, like, truly legendarily funny and great. She plays three different characters in this movie. She's hilarious. It's campy. It's weird. It's fun. Like, I think upon its release, it wasn't received, like, super well. But it's kind of taken on this, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say cult classic status. But, like, it's a very fun movie. It's fun. Okay. And Should I watch it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It, I mean, he's, you know, Tom is, is good in it. For me, it's it's sort of, uh, it's more about Meg. Well, but, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the next one we're going to hit on our list is one we both rewatched for this project. Oh, baby. 1992 is a league of their own. Oh, baby. Now, we could do baby. a whole episode on Justin. We League. really Actually, could. Actually, not only could we do a whole episode on just the league of their own, we could do a whole episode on the first 15 minutes of a league of their own and specifically john lovett's <laughs> pantheon comedic performance i mean we were talking okay yes <laughs> we were talking before we started recording about john lovett's performance in a league of their own which dare i say <laughs> oscar worthy this movie is great i love this movie loved it it's so good it, and when I was rewatching it, I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. Yeah, same. But I was remembering specifically the early parts of the movie. Like, I think I might have watched the first, like, half hour of this movie a lot of times as a kid. Like, all the jokes. Hey, cowgirls, see the grass? Don't eat it. <laughs> like, I was like, every one of those was like a was like a blast from the past since memory. Yeah. 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 Uh, for the, for the early. I, half yeah. Of the movie. I, I, it's funny. Cause I had that in certain parts of this too, but it wasn't at the beginning. It was like in the, there were like, it's sort of the no crying in baseball scene, which I want to talk about. Uh, it's that, but there were, there were certain parts of it that like when I was watching, were like, Whoa, like I know this so well, but yeah. I haven't seen this in 20 years or whatever. Right. So let's all right. Let's talk about Tom Hanks's performance in A League of Their Own. So I okay. I have, if you haven't I, seen it in a long time, of course, this movie is about the the all women's baseball league during World War Two. <laughs> I want to say. I mean, yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> <It's>, what, do, <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, I just forgot which war it was. Well, yes, Hitler is a main character in the film. He's what now? They talk about Hitler a lot. They do? Well, yeah. Hey, hey boys, you're going to go get Hitler? Okay. Sure. It's not World War One. Baseball didn't exist. Well, first of all, yes, When was World War One? 1700? Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, <clears throat> so Tom Hanks plays the alcoholic former superstar player. God, it felt good to be seen on screen. And he is the, the manager of the Rockford Peaches. Yeah. Uh, and he begins the movie as someone who has absolutely no interest in managing this team. He's a drunk. He's just, like, sleeping in the dugout. And then gradually, he kind of, as, as, you know, he comes around to... Uh, to the girls, to the, to the league, <laughs> to everything about it. And uh, he gets on board and then gives his all. Yeah. In the latter half of the season. 
much much thanks to, to the much to the thanks, World Series. Much thanks to Dottie. Dottie was like the real manager of the team for oh, certainly well. in the early. I mean, the scene where they're giving signs. Oh, wow, it's wow, crazy. wow! I mean, Gina Davis is Gina so good. Listen, in this. the whole cast to is me. unbelievable. Listen to me, Gina Davis. Wow, superstar in this movie. I, you know, I'm. It's interesting because like she, you know, Gina Davis does this and Thelma and Louise in fairly short succession right and is so good in both and not that she didn't have this like i mean she had a long fantastic career but like almost those I, two are like this this should have been the biggest actress in the world like yeah and i i, I don't she was know. like julia roberts level during this two i would year not stretch. no i wouldn't go that far thank you but um and, and how dare you say that but um yeah i mean she's phenomenal I, Julia Roberts couldn't have played Dottie. Oh, I mean, that's one of the biggest verses I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I mean, Julia Roberts could have played any of these roles, except for one. Uh huh. Go on. Now, you know, uh, you know, on this podcast, we talk about we talk a lot about like seeing stars, these star making performances, and this one isn't even a star making performance, and it's almost more remarkable. For the fact that this was already a star. When we talk about Madonna's performance in League of Their Own. Mm. We talk about greatness. We talk about also humility, right? A supporting performance in this movie from the biggest star in the world at the time. Who was game for anything. She's on that, she's on that bus. She's in that dugout. She's in that clubhouse. An absolutely unbelievable performance from Madonna. She's and he, sliding into bases. Sl- oh, boy, oh my God! Unbelievable to see it. Unbelievable to see it. So what did she, what did she acted? What had she already acted in? What she done? Uh, what year was Evita? Is Evita post? No, Evita's after. So she had done Suddenly Seeking Susan, I think, before this. Oh, Dick Tracy in nineteen. Dick Tracy before this, and then a League of Their Own. Well, Vita's not until 96. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, just a star. Oh, of course. But to circle back to Tom Hanks in, in, this, <clears throat> in this film. One, I was struck in watching it again how there's no crying in baseball, which has obviously become this, like, right. great movie. It's on, you know... You want to get a poster of the greatest movie course of all time? Crying in baseball. It doesn't quite like when you're watching it. I'm not sure you're like, holy shit! (laughs) Right? Yeah, it works better when it's like clipped out. Yeah, kind of. It doesn't really. It doesn't really quite work as like. uh, I don't know. When I'm watching it, I'm not like thinking that. Wow, what a memorable quote. Like I'm only thinking that because I know that it is. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's it's a memorable scene. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of just part of like these sequences of like yeah. Tom Hanks kind of being a dick to the players as he's while while getting into actually wanting to manage the team. Now it's like part of that transition. We'll move forward here. We can revisit this statement. Um, and I, I will say this and we can move on. 
Um, I do think this is his best performance. Uh, a League of Their Own? Yeah. So, he's, uh, he's amazing in A League of Their Own. It's he's his best. Sh- I'm, I'm actually kind of almost... I mean, it's very comedic, so I guess it's not shocking, but easily could have gotten like a Best Supporting Actor nomination. It's funny, because this, this is the one that I watch last in my Hank's sort of rewatch calendar, whatever. Yeah. And I watched this, and I said, oh. Okay. There he is. Interesting. There he is. I haven't got ball players. I've got girls. He, he which, just briefly. I love this movie. I think it's it's great, and it's it's such a feminist piece of like filmmaking. Penny Marshall directing right. this like mostly female cast. I will say, <laughs> some of the way they talk about like women's appearances in the film is <laughs> shocking truly shocking <laughs> yes but like it wasn't like that's the point of view of the filmmakers it was they were like showing what it was like for these women trying to do this in the 40s yeah, kind of i mean yes i agree but like there are multiple characters for like the fact like what uh, whoever the like I don't even know what her job is the like the like chaperone of the team who like Tom Hanks like kisses or whatever when he's drunk on the bus right right and he realizes who it is or whatever and he like throws up because she's so <laughs> ugly right, right okay well yeah all right well, anyway and we haven't even mentioned uh, well we haven't mentioned Rosie O'Donnell yet who's fantastic well listen let's get into it because she's in the next movie I watched okay hold on but we didn't mention Marla the uh, Marla. Marla, whose oh, entire Marla. character is is basically, uh, <laughs> oh, this, Marla. this scene, the scene where Marla <laughs> is discovered and is taking, <laughs> taking batting practice in the gym. John Lovitz is doing his like scouting. No, tour. wait, hold on. Why is it in the gym? Unclear. It didn't look like it was raining. I mean, it's just. I mean, it sort of makes sense. But like, and also, it looked like in that scene when they were filming, like those looked like real baseballs. There was just like her softballs. Oh, she's one hundred percent smashing baseballs. That were just hitting off of the bleachers and like almost killing people. That's great. Hitting yeah. baseballs inside a gym is chaos. We used to have to. We we would have baseball practice in the gym sometimes, in high school when it was like raining outside. Sure. Pandemonium. What was your position? I was like a shortstop, second baseman. Okay. Pitcher sometimes. Cool. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the performance by Marla's dad, <laughs> who has to give the speech about, like, I'm a single father. Oh. Like, I'm sorry my daughter's the train, so, so ugly. The train but station. I, <laughs> I know. It's I know fault. she's a hat. It's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> the scene of the train. I mean, th- this movie is so wild. But, like. It the scene with the train when she leaves and he and she's like like are you gonna be okay, Daddy? And all of a sudden you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Do you ever think about how people couldn't used to stay in touch? Oh right, yeah, like <laughs> like people like people just used to like get on a train and they're like, like well I hope, hope she's all right. Hope someday I'll see you. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well. Things worked out for Marla. She got married late in the movie and then disappeared from the team. And disappeared from the team, yeah. Uh, Love it. So, yeah. Also, again, filming at Wrigley Field, an absolute stroke of genius. Crazy. So good. The movie doesn't work without it. Like, 
how did they when did they do this that's a good question because it looks where like there's no way it's not like they were shooting in the winter in Chicago like, no it had to have been during the baseball yeah the season. Cubs were like they had on, to have gone on, on a two week road trip <laughs> and they were like it's like the all star break and they were like we gotta get in there anyway Tom Hanks uh, you know while not just put a the pin, focal point of the movie uh, because put a pin in it put a pin in this he's, being he's my favorite great. yeah by the way, Tom Hanks is uh, Oscar nominations. We've passed one so far, and that's Big. He was nominated right. for Best Actor for Big. Did not win. Uh, all right, next up, you watched Sleepless in Seattle. I sure did. A movie maybe. I've seen quite a few times, but not. Um, I did not rewatch. Sleepless in Seattle is. I like to refer to movies sometimes like this. It accomplishes everything it is setting out to do. Okay. Is it a per? Is, is Sleepless in Seattle the best movie I've ever seen? Not even close. Okay. Is it a perfect sort of like nostalgic romantic comedy? Absolutely. It's great. They don't make them like that anymore. They don't. Sorry, they don't make them like that anymore. Sorry. 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 Now, I think I'm. They 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 end up in New York in this one, right? Of course. Okay. Uh, for a second, I was like, "This is the one where they go to the Empire State Building." Of course, of course. But then course. I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on. Maybe that's you've got mail because that whole thing takes place in New York." But I know I did want to watch that again. Oh, I've seen that plenty of times. I I, I used to own it on DVD. Welcome. I... You've got, got mail. <laughs> uh, how is it? What, what's what's Tom? How's Tom's performance in Sleepless he's, in Seattle? Well, he's fine. I mean, one of the most fun things about this movie is Your that... dad, Tom? He's he's great. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. It, it sort of feels like anybody could have really done it. I'm... Uh, well, I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. You think Daniel Day-Lewis could do Sleepless in Seattle? I, I, I actually do. Do I think Daniel Day-Lewis could have done League of Their Own? No. No, I don't think so either. No. Who uh, are the other content? We can't just keep using Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I don't... See, this is the thing, though. I don't even consider them contemporaries. That that just only came up because you talk about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> right, right. That's like, Tom Hanks... I, I mean... The, the, like, Tom Hanks almost doesn't really have a contemporary. Well, he's he just... like, dominated them all in the 90s. He's just his own thing in a way that, like, doesn't really make sense. Um... Like God, what, I don't even know. Like who? I I don't know. Who is his closest contemporary? Honestly, I've heard comparisons to Michael Keaton before, but it's like Michael. In, in Keaton. That, oh God, Michael Keaton wishes. I mean, he's well. That, that's the point. It was like they, you know, they for a while they were kind of competing for the same roles, and then Tom Hanks. Well, you know, but who's going to win an Emmy this year? Not Tom Hanks. What is Michael Keaton in? Dope sick. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Enough of this TV nonsense. Oh, please. Anyway, we don't talk about TV on the sleepless in sleepless. This is in not Se the chips sleepless and salsa boys. Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. It's 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 classic. They don't make them like that anymore. It's just it's it's great. It's it's it is what it is, and it does what it is perfectly. Does what it is perfectly. Got it, it does what it is perfectly. I think Daniel Day Lewis is a contemporary. He won Best Actor in 1989. Right, but, yeah, I don't know. It's not... This is what makes Tom Hanks so fascinating, though. 
Like, there's really... There's nobody else like him, and I don't mean that as a compliment necessarily. Yes. He, I think Dustin Hoffman is pretty similar, but he's obviously older. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of others. It's tough. It is tough. Because he almost feels like this like throwback, right? And I think that's why pe- he's almost like a Cary Grant. Right, because he's not... You know, he's, he's like a handsome guy, but he's not a conventionally, well, like, modern-day movie star attractive. You know, he's got, like, a receding hairline, even in his early movies, and he's kind of goofy-looking, and he's more of, like, a comedic, well, and I comedic star turned leading man. Well, I don't... And again, not that this is about this, but I do just... I do want to put it on record that I have never found Tom Hanks handsome. Fine. Sure. I, I, I don't think that's weird. Okay. But you you just bring it up and then you he, you know he's handsome. But he's but he's he's that's not why he's in these romantic comedies. Abs- well, and he's, does he's does that not make it even stranger? Well, he's does not, that not make it even stranger? It does, but he is so charming. Like if you're going to use one word to describe Tom Hanks, it would probably be charming. Normal. Oh, charming. Average. Charming. I, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> what do you mean you guess? No, you're right. You're right. I'm coming across very anti-Tom Hanks. I, I, I I'm not at all. It's, I just find it interesting. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting. Char- you, yeah, of course. He's very charming. <clears throat> so then we get to our next Oscar movie. 1993. Same year as Sleepless in Seattle, we get Philadelphia. Can you play it, please? I was bruising by her, I couldn't tell what I felt I was unrecognizable to myself. Some reflection in the window, didn't know my own face. Feel myself wasting away. Yeah, when I rewatched this movie, I hadn't seen it in a long time. Was not expecting the movie to start with the song. Feels like it's the type of song you might save for an emotional moment <laughs> late in the movie. I had the but same But we just thought. straight up opened with it. Oscar winner Bruce Springsteen. Instead, we saved the emotional song later in the movie for uh, a very long opera scene. Exceedingly <laughs> long opera scene. This song is so good. Don't sue us, please. Get to the point, Bruce. Hey. What? Ah, so good. And my clothes don't fit me no more. So Tom Hanks. Shout out to, by the way, shout out to Bruce for singing a song about a man with AIDS in the mid-90s. Is that what the song's about? What? Is that what the song's about? I mean, I know that's what the movie's about. What? Is that what the song's about? Well, his clothes don't fit him no more. He walks the avenue and... Yeah, it's it's sort of about the movie, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Now, why is this movie called Philadelphia? 
<laughs> I swear to God, I think I have this written down. <laughs> terrible title! An unbelievably terrible title. Could have taken place in any city in the entire it United States. one of the most shocking titles. <laughs> Philadelphia. Like, who cares? It has nothing to do with Philadelphia whatsoever. It is Other shocking. than the one scene where we get Julius Irving. Uh, meeting with the the law firm. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It <laughs> in, is in the box at the at the Sixers game. It is a shockingly bad title. I mean, it really is shocking. Um, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question here. So, oh god, oh god, we're gonna get into the weeds here. What? No, no, I, no. I want to. I want to. All right. So Tom to. Hanks wins Best Actor for Philadelphia, his first Oscar. Oh god, I forgot what we were talking about next. You. <laughs> I forgot what's coming next. And I swear to God, I might lose it. I might lose it doing this and the next movie back to back. I'm I'm telling you now. All right, hold on. So you you talked about how in most of these movies, you found one of the other actors to be the kind of standout. Okay, I see where you're going. That's how I felt in Philadelphia. I think... I think Tom Hanks does a good job in Philadelphia. I I think it's it's a very good performance. I think the movie works... So, insofar as it does work, because of what Denzel is doing, I agree with you. Um, I also I do want to say that I have three notes here. Terrible title. The next one, Streets of Philadelphia, with five exclamation points. And my third line, oh, Denzel Washington says faggot. So, a lot of this movie is Denzel Washington saying faggot. That's about half of it. I was shocked at how often Denzel Washington says faggot in this probably at least three different scenes. Uh, He says faggot, I would say, many. Yeah, definitely many times. It's, God, we could talk, I mean. Denzel is the one that has kind of the character, you know, Tom Hanks is considered the main character in the movie, but Denzel is the one who has like a character arc. Was Denzel nominated for this? No. That feels insane. I think maybe just because, I don't know. But like he would have had to have been in lead as well. Like it's not a supporting performance. I mean, no, they, they could have put him there. I guess they could have cheated it. But yeah, I do wonder though, like where he was submitted. Right, but he's he's very good. I yes, I agree. It's it's a fascinating movie, and i I do think it's I do think ultimately that like is pretty good. I think so too. And I think like it's definitely extremely dated. Obviously, it's like yeah, it's one it, of those movies that, within probably three years, it after it came out, it was already like very dated and yes, but that's not. So I now. I also I I agree with that, but, but it I also, captures like a moment in time, right? I also don't think <clears throat> it's necessarily an indictment on it, and I, right, and, exactly. and I don't like, I don't know really. Like, when this came out. So, Philadelphia, Philadelphia was, what, 95, uh, 6? 3. 3. Okay. Um, I don't really know how, like, the gay community felt about the movie. Because, right. of course, we're, you know, this is 93. There's been so much progress in terms of, like gay actors playing gay roles and I, I I think there's a lot of credence to that but I, I going back then like I do I think it's pretty 
I, I guess I think it's admirable that he like does this, right? Like at the height of his fame and right, he's becoming a superstar. Takes on this role he's playing that is, not only a gay character but a gay character who's dying of AIDS. Which right, is, and, and and it's about the injustice <clears throat> that he feels and and all of these things. So I I don't know quite enough really about how the movie was received. I mean, it was received very well critically from sort of like you know mainstream critics and audiences or whatever but like at the time I, I don't know if like Tom Hanks was regarded as this like sort of like champion of gay rights right I don't really I don't really have quite a read on that it, it would be sort of interesting to to know but like I I commend him for it I mean I think it's I, he, I think he is good and I think it's a it's a it's it, it's a pretty I was gonna say pretty great movie i guess i stand by that yeah i think it i think it um the, the what i was kind of shocked by this is, this is a movie that i hadn't seen in a really long time and i was kind of like i was like all right do i am i do i really want to rewatch this one it just kind of yeah. felt like it was gonna feel super dated and and i was very surprised at how like kind of quick and and the the pacing of the first like hour of the movie like flies by it, it, like yeah I think it, the second half is a little bit weaker yeah well um, we're in a courtroom for an hour yeah exactly and then but the, the the you know the second half of the movie has some great scenes too like you know the 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 costume party is, is yeah great. although that leads to the opera scene which I think <laughs> goes on about twice as long as it needs to but yeah um. Yeah, I was, I was surprised at how watchable this movie was. Yeah. Yeah. So Tom wins Best Actor. So he wins his first Oscar. This is a 93 movie, so the 94 Oscars. And then we move on to the next year. Now, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how to discuss this I, I, I because I feel like part of me thinks we almost need to save this for the end <laughs> because we're gonna get sidetracked <laughs> here but we just have to do it we gotta do it Forrest Gump comes out in 1994 uh-huh. now <clears throat> is this the discussion that ends our podcast probably I so if if we don't end up finishing this episode here uh, I apologize to our listeners Shoot me an email and I'll uh, I'll email you my shoot, thoughts on sh- shoot me in the face. <laughs> I'll email, email you my thoughts on Tom Hanks' performance in Elvis. If you're waiting around <laughs> to hear that and uh, and we don't we don't end up getting to it. <sighs> Come on. Come on what? Why well, sorry? Right, give your give your take on Forrest Gump. Okay, listen, Forrest Gump has been a movie that like. Prior to this podcast, I had not seen it in a long time, but always, I've always sort of hated. You've always hated Forrest Gump. Yes, that's insane. Literally, no okay. one, nobody. I'm on, talking. Hold on, no, nobody on Earth hated Forrest Gump until at least like 2010. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Call me a renegade. <laughs> but. Uh, the anti-Forrest you, Gump okay. takes have, did not start until the past. What decade. you're sa- sure? What you're saying is what I'm kind of leading to. It's like okay, like maybe I'm just sort of being annoying. 
Like, everyone kind of turned on this movie, blah, 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 blah. Maybe it's not that bad. Let me rewatch. If you like Forrest Gump, you have a chemical imbalance. This is one of... I will say, I think this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) It is... It is a horrific movie. It is unfathomable how bad this movie is and I will say I am so sorry Tom Hanks gives one of the worst film performances in history in this movie it is shocking it is shocking everything about this movie is unacceptable (laughs) it is unacceptable and we can get into it i mean look this is a relatively popular opinion at least on the internet these days oh here we go there's a there's this retroactive forest gump is actually terrible take look i don't know never been retroactive for me from day one baby there's no chance I don't know if I've ever disagreed with you <laughs> this, this is a, much. I can't. I mean, I, if you think this is a good movie, I cannot do this anymore. Force Gump is not a good movie. It is a great Oh, God! And Tom I, Hanks' performance is not good. It is great. Kyle, come on! What? Please! It, please. This is a phenomenal movie. I love Forrest Gump. Love it. I would watch it again right now. One of the all-time great scores. The music is great throughout. See, okay, first of all, the music. You're getting distracted. They play every great song ever made over sequences of him running, and you're like, this movie rules. No, they're playing good music over shitty scenes. No, the scenes are great. This is... It's an unbelievably bad... I, 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 Gump is great. I, I, I understand why someone such as yourself. Oh God! Expand. Would think it's bad. Expand. I, I get. Expand. That. Expand. I'm trying to. You keep okay, yelling. Trying. Expand. Okay. <clears throat> I, I just can. I understand why it might not connect for some people. Or you might think it's it's being like, I don't know, too overdone, or or people could find it obnoxious. I get it, but it, the movie just works. It's delightful. It's emotional. It's it's beautiful. I. What what's your problem with it? Why, why don't you like Forrest Gump? What do you what do you where do you, do, where do you want to start? First of all, is this depiction of a man with special needs? He doesn't have special needs. Oh, please, yes, he does. He's just... No. no. He's just dumb. Please, 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 please. 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 He just has a low IQ. Okay. Well, call it what you want. I mean, you know, he's got special needs. All right. So Tom Mace is playing this, this man, Forrest, 
who has special needs, who runs his way to college football in Alabama. Okay? So then he meets every president in the world. And he does all this. And then, somehow at the end of the movie, he, fought, he fathers a baby with Robin Wright, who, I'm sorry, is a sexual predator. And then gives birth to Baby Forrest, played by Haley Joel Osment, who, by the way, best performance in the Fantastic film. Fantastic performance. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Absolutely good as Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Their scenes, their scenes together are genuinely great. No, he's good. I, I just think it's just it, it, it's an unfathomably bad movie. Just absolutely terrible. None of it works. It's it, it's just it's absolutely terrible. I think there are some moments that don't work as well it's as terrible. other parts, but the idea that none of it works is preposterous. Now, what, now, it's one of those scenes where he shows up to the White House and he shows the president his butt. Now, is that one that works for you or no? Yeah, that one's funny. Oh, okay, great. Okay. I got shot in the buttocks, sir. It's great. Playing ping pong. Every scene with Gary Sinise is a, is a Play, 10 out of 10. Please. 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 All the Lieutenant Dan scenes are great. I hate this. It's my least favorite movie. The <laughs> Forrest Gump is a great movie. Forrest uh, Gump is not a great movie. Yes, it is. Please. It's great. When did you watch it last? Like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... What, what? It's not realistic. It's not supposed to be realistic. It's like this fantasy story. And it's about life and how random events in life. And Oh, God. But he's also making all of this up, probably. We don't really even know for sure what... You know, is he, is he telling tall tales? Is this... You know, are there true nuggets in there? Is he making it all up? Is it all true? It's great. See how riveted all the people sitting next to him on the on the the bus stop bench were? They were skipping their buses just to hear some more of Forrest's stories. He becomes a shrimp boat captain. It's it is a little weird that the whole, like, Louisiana shrimping uh, industry gets, like, wiped out by, like, a hurricane or something. And this one random guy, like, gets rich off it. Unfortunate. But anyway, yeah, great movie. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Let me know when we're moving on. I just said moving on. <laughs> Force Gump is a great movie. Robin Wright, fantastic. Forrest and Jenny, that's a great relationship. I can't. That's a great movie relationship. Kyle. When he's given the speech in D.C. And he sees her across the, uh, what is that? What is that called? The whatever pool. The, uh. What's that called? uh, The Delaware River. Reflection pool. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know either. It's. I mean, their relationship, I mean, this, I mean, just absolutely, just, just, just insane. I'll defend Forrest Gump to the death. Great. Well, listen, no, yeah, no one's surprised. What? This is just what you do. What are you talking about? Oh, I like Forrest Gump. I've oh, always God. liked Forrest Gump. It's a great movie. I've always loved it. I don't doubt you. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. He just has a low IQ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's doing just fine. 
Yeah, no, he seems to be doing great. <laughs> he seems to be doing great when he goes to play football at Alabama and doesn't know the rules and just keeps running into the locker room. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And then, and then he gets sent off to war. Why is he allowed in the service? You know what's fun? When you go to a Bubba Gump shrimp company and you want one of the like waiters who, you know, is making like $16 an hour, if you want them to like bring you more of your fucking, you know, popcorn shrimp, you flip over the signs. There's a stop for a stop. It does? Oh, yeah. right. Well, I went, I went to a bubblegum shrimp company the day after prom. Oh, my course. God. I think we've told the story. Of course. Years. Oh, yeah. So, uh sounds like you really hated Forrest Gump back in high school. You say you always hated Forrest Gump. You went to bubblegum shrimp after prom. Oh, yeah. Prom. You know me living my authentic life. and <laughs> I went to prom with a girl. <laughs> yeah. That was really me living. Yeah. That was great. Bubblegum shrimp. Fuck Forrest Gump. Phenomenal movie. Okay. Kyle, that's so <clears throat> insane. There's nothing insane about it. It's a great movie. It's whatever. Fine. You can like it if you want. Plenty of people love Forrest Gump. Yeah, I know. It's just losers on the internet I who know. like to pretend they're cool oh, think God. it actually sucks. Oh, please. Give me a break. Losers on the internet. Pl- plenty of people like Forrest Gump. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. You don't think Gary Sinise is great in Forrest Gump? I hate him. Oh, my God. I hate him. Oscar nominated for that? What the fuck are we doing? He should have won. Oh, please. Wait, who won? I do know this because I, I watched the Oscar speeches. Did you? <laughs> oh, I watched Tom Hanks's. Tom, uh, uh, don't tell me. Oh, f- shit. Uh, oh, God. I, I, I'll never guess. Uh, Martin Landau. Yes. Ed that's, Wood. That's right. That's right. Ooh, Ed Wood, yeah. We that'd be a fun one to rewatch, wouldn't it? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson was nominated too. He probably should have won. Oh, absolutely. But Gary Sinise is great. He that could have been a winner. <sighs> yeah, he's turned into a real cool guy. Is he not? No, he's some like no, he's like alt right. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's great. No, I love that for him. <laughs> love that for him, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> well, Lieutenant Dan, see, it's just so fucking stupid. One of the one of the worst films ever made. I stand by that. I stand by that. I would. Let's move on. Move on. I'm I'm so heated. There's no chance that you didn't cry while watching Force Gump. Continuing on. Cry? Uh, Yeah. When I looked, how much was left? (laughs) Next movie up, Apollo 13. Whew. Whew. Fraud. Killer movie. Fraud. This movie's great. What's a fraud? The moon landing. <laughs> they don't land on the moon on Apollo 13. Ooh, where they go? <laughs> they try to, and uh, they nearly die. No, I'm sorry to say this. Apollo, what was the moon? 11. 11. And 12, moon again? Yeah. And 13, they just decided to go back to the moon? Correct. Why? Feels like a waste of time. <laughs> They went a bunch of times. I think there was like four just where they actually once. landed on the moon. Just go once. Um, Can I? Okay. This, I don't want to spark a whole another side discussion, but like none, like space stuff does nothing for me. I, I don't mean movie wise. I mean, we've talked about that. Like, 
I don't like. I'm so done with movies in space. But like that whole thing that came out with like the the galaxy photo, whatever, the other day. Space stuff is the only stuff that matters. Nothing moves me less, and I don't mean it from like. That's a, what you don't understand. Well, other to you, uh, but it doesn't move. Like no, I, I get it. I get. Please. I understand it from like a wow. Isn't that like it's not like a. It's not that I don't think it's interesting. It just doesn't. It sparks nothing in me. Like so, nothing. So life in general, you know, the universe. No, doesn't do it for you. No, it. I'm telling you, it really doesn't. When people like going to Mars, I, I I couldn't care less. This is going to Mars doesn't interest me at all. If people are like, we're taking a ship to Jupiter tomorrow, and people are gonna get off and walk around, I don't care. I really don't care. Wow. That's unfortunate. I have to watch Real Housewives Girls Trip. (laughs) No, it doesn't. There's something about it that doesn't connect with me. I think it's like too abstract in a way where it's just like. Hey, don't understand. (laughs) Why don't you walk me through then? No, this would be Here, how about this? How about this? All right. So, you know. uh, No. Our solar system. I'm telling you, I I barely do. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. So there are what nine planets in our solar system? I know. I'm telling you, I don't know. So that's one. I really don't know. Is that sad? I have no idea. You could say six. I'd say yes. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Venus, Neptune, and maybe Pluto. Pluto used to be a planet. Maybe not a planet anymore. So we'll go eight and a half. Anyway, so good movie. Very. The you know it's. Everything's very uh, spread apart. Oh, you know, got so that's it, our, got it. you know, even within our solar system, you know, it takes years to get to Mars. Uh, so within that solar system, we have, or, or outside of that, solar, you're that, really that's, doing this. Yeah, that's one solar system within the Milky Way galaxy, <sighs> where there are like billions of solar systems, and then. There are more galaxies, not solar systems, galaxies in the universe than there are grains of sand on Earth. But I, that's okay. just how vast okay. everything is. It's vast. Vastness. Great. This is like the only thing that matters in in the history of the universe not, is like what the universe actually is, what we are, who we are, why we're here. Well, I used to really like and the answer is, and we're, I still know we're to... getting back to it. We're getting back to it. When I start thinking about the fact that, like, oh no, here it comes. See, I don't like this feeling. This feeling of like, what? How? Oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> what is going on? Like, what? How? How did we just exist? What? Like, how? How are we just here? Exactly. That's the whole thing. Oh, I don't like this at all. And so this space... I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. Going to the moon was step one of this... Oh, the moon sucks. The moon sucks. ...of this process of trying to figure out how... Why we're here. How we're here. It's it's the only thing that matters. But there's no answer. No, but that's what space exploration is, is trying to find the answer. I don't care. Well, yes, you do. You just said you... Don't you feel that way? Ooh, I feel shivery. Because it's such a daunting question life on earth the universe itself but isn't that weird <laughs> you ever think about that no isn't it weird 
exceedingly weird. What the hell's going on? Oh, God. We're really making the most of our time yelling about Forrest Gump. <laughs> even like, even take like the Big Bang, you know, the start of the Can universe the quote, as we understand oh, it. Yeah. What happened before that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what we're trying to figure out. But at some point. That's why point, movies like Apollo 13 exist. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. Apollo 13 is awesome. It's just your. Just a great. Um, like, Tom Hanks is really good in it. He doesn't have to be. I don't know if it's necessarily like this. This You know, when you think. Uh, Apollo 13 isn't really about the performances. Right. Even though they're all good. It's kind of like. It's it's like a disaster movie with. Do they die? No, they they make it. Oh. But it's you know it takes it takes everyone. It's very like patriotic movie. Are we still on Apollo's? No, Apollo. The Apollo program ended a long time ago. Why? Uh, they stopped going to the moon. Wait, Apollo was just moon? <clears throat> I think so, right? Wait, and what one landed on the moon? 10? 11. 11. What was Apollo 1? Oh, I don't know. They tried 10 times? Well, I think the early ones were just like getting into space, not necessarily going to the moon. I don't care. I think if you devote your life to space, you're a loser. <clears throat> <laughs> sure. I really do. Alright. Right. <laughs> Don't you ever think it's funny? Like some people <laughs> some people like <laughs> Oh no. I'm losing it. Oh god. Some people like to vote their lives to like space exploration and then <laughs> some people just like make cakes. <laughs> like Hey. That's what's great about humanity, baby. I, I mean, it is. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, Apollo 1. Oh, please. Was the first crewed mission we of the Apollo to move program. On. The American undertaking to land the first. So, the Apollo program was the American undertaking to land the what first man. What is Apollo? Where did that come from? Uh, Creed. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Apollo means. Does it mean moon? I don't know. Is it a uh, what is it called? Space program. No, Apollo. What Apollo is it? What? Creed. Yeah. Okay. No, when like the words, when the letters mean something. An acronym. Acronym. Thank you. Uh no. Uh, I think it's pretty okay lunar. We're getting there. What? A pretty okay lunar landing. Landing. Oh, <laughs> um, hold on. Let me look up definition. It's Greek god. Has there ever been a cool astronaut? Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin is the astronaut that the toy Buzz Lightyear from the oh, movie Toy god, Story is based on. Which... Here we go. <laughs> Why are we talking about Lightyear again? Anyway, Apollo 13. Uh, now, here's a question. 
Uh huh. What is Tom Hanks's most famous line in a movie? Well, like he he has a lot of he has a lot of montage worthy lines. We we talked about. I know what it is. There's no crying in baseball. That's definitely on the on the Mount Tom Nor. <laughs> Mount Tom Nor. Tom Moore. But Houston, we have a problem. Might be the answer. No, because like that's a real life quote, right? Yes. Although I think they actually tweaked it a little. What he say? The real line, the Jim Lovell really said like Houston, there's a problem or something. Houston, we have a problem. Why is that better? That just is so much better. It's just way better. We Great have at, a problem. Right Houston, there is a problem. Something like that. Whatever it was, it was just they. We just have a, a problem. Bit. Means the same thing, but like they, they, they Hollywood much better. Hollywoodified it. Yeah. I think Tom Hanks' best quote in the movie is "I'm the captain now." We have been boarded by armed pirates. <laughs> fire! I may fire! Is that what he says? <laughs> oh, God. We didn't watch Castaway. I know. I thought about it, oh. but I don't. Castaway is awesome. Yeah, I think I've so. I've watched that recently enough to confirm. Yeah, I know. I thought about it, but, uh, you know. All right, we desperately need to keep moving. Apollo yeah, 11, great. Or, sorry, Apollo 13, great Apollo movie. Apollo 11, love it. Hank's really good in it. Great movie. I recommend that as a rewatch. Okay. You know, get your get your patriotism on. Yeah. No, I've I've never wanted it more. <laughs> All right. Story, story. That thing you do. Saving Private Ryan, nineteen ninety eight. You rewatch this. Yeah, baby. Well, this is see. In some, well, I don't want to say similar vein to Forrest Gump, but I had not seen this in a very like. I think maybe it's seen Saving Private Ryan once, like around when it came out or whatever and i wanted to go back and watch and to be honest like my hopes were not that high not a super big war movie guy Mm. just i don't know just wasn't really looking forward to watching it but kind of felt like i wanted to sure saving private ryan is dare i say absolutely incredible oh and i i i i I know that that's not like a revolutionary take but I was sort of shocked at how much I loved it again. It's kind of, I think it's kind of underrated in a similar way of it. People don't really bring it up anymore. And- yeah. I mean, there's a li- I mean, it has some hokiness to it. Like the framing device that I actually do kind of enjoy of like the, if you remember, like it starts with this, you know, the guy an old man. going to the grave yeah, and yeah. it ends like it ends with an American flag. And it's, it's a little it's a little sort of like, yeah, hit you over the head with like patriotism, which like feels kind of hokey. We've got a theme here between Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate this country. <laughs> All right. Get me out of here. Well, good riddance. Well, this is also a Tom Hanks thing where he's whatever. Um, uh, it, it, it's a great. And I, I, that framing device, I do think it, I think it sets up the movie in, in, in an interesting way where it's not just like we're going into battle at, you know, just yeah. whatever. But, uh, I, th- I think it, if I remember correctly, uh, we didn't mention the framing device in, uh, a league of their own. That's one that I think does not work at all. <laughs> the, the like 
I forget. They, it's like Dottie is an old woman, and is she going to oh. go to the oh my to god the, to the Hall of Fame? We have not talked about oh my god. <laughs> the actress that plays old Gina Davis <laughs> is terrible. But she the only, looks exactly the, like exactly. you think old Gina Davis. That's the only reason. <laughs> she looks exactly like her. Well, she is she's brutal. That's why the framing device doesn't work because, like, <laughs> well, the, well, the right, I know the first scene in League of Their Own is really bad. What is it? What is the very first scene where they're like, "Mom, you gotta go." Yeah, right, right, right. And she's like, <clears throat> "No, it, it just it." She's such a bad. I, I feel <laughs> terrible saying that. I mean, God rest her soul. I mean, I can only assume she's been dead for forty years. But uh, it, terrible. I'm gonna look her up. Terrible, terrible. Uh. All right, let me just uh, save yeah, go through your saving private right. I'm, I'm, let me just go through my my saving private right. I do want to watch that one. Which it's God, it's so good. If I I'll go through. I watched this. Uh, I would say like God, almost a month ago at this point. Oh well, <laughs> big note here. Saving Private Ryan, of course, like famously lost Best Picture to uh, Shakespeare in Love. Right, one of the all time Oscar upsets. I um w- I just want to make a note. I was on the Oscars red carpet that year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> opening beach sequence is killer. I did not think of my word, my Ooh. description there correctly. Yikes. But that opening sequence, which lasts for like a solid thirty minutes, yeah. is yeah, the absolutely the phenomenal. Scene is kind of... Feels like it was made yesterday. It's always been the standout. Scene Unbelievable. We'll talk about. Uh, look, it's Vin Diesel, the greatest actor alive. As we've established. By the way, old Dottie died in 2004. Oh. Lynn Cartwright. Yeah, she was bad. Did they put the mole on her face? <laughs> they must have, right? Right? She uh, was awful. I mean, God bless. But, um, <laughs> I took these as we go, but it's like the premise of this movie is kind of odd. Just because his three brothers died, they got to find this guy? <laughs> it is like a... I think that's kind of what makes the movie great is that it's just this like this one very specific personal thing. Agreed. The mission it's is not like, just like a war movie. Exactly. Yes. It's like they, they have this thing that they're doing and they all kind of commit to it even you know through the danger even though it's like their their mission is not to go kill Hitler or whatever. It's yes. to go save one and, soldier and, and because I, and all And I say this and I, I wrote this down but then it gets addressed of course in the movie where like these guys are like what the fuck are we doing? Right. Like right. this. It's stupid. And what's funny about when I was watching this, it's funny that like Hanks was nominated for this movie, which when I was watching it, I was like, okay. I mean, he's just like in it. Yeah. But then he has, he has a scene where I think he like completely seals it where they get, he like gives a speech to Ed Burns, who, by the way, I'm like, why is Ed Burns done more stuff? Like, Yeah. I mean, the cast in this movie, by the way. Every actor alive is in this movie. Oh, I know. Um, is this is this speech where he, like, is kind of explaining why they're doing this? Yes. Yeah. yeah Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my last note, Matt Damon's speech about a girl who, quote, hit just about every branch on the ugly tree <laughs> is stupid and bad. <laughs> I don't remember this, but that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon, baby. <laughs> We the, have old Matt Damon. The titular. Right, it's old Matt Damon at the beginning of it. And he's seeing the grave of, of Tom Hanks, right? Yes. He's like, he saved me. Yeah. That's the framing device. It's a great movie. 
It just is. Yeah. I was I, I was <clears throat> like shocked at how much I liked it. Spielberg, man. I you know what? I know. Truly. The guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> As it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> is this the was this the first movie they did together? Uh I think so, yeah. I think it is. And then they end up doing let's see. Uh Catch Me If You Can. Watch it. Is that it? Oh, uh, what was what's the one from a few years ago? Um, uh, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies, yes. I think that's it. It, it felt in my head they had like a much longer partnership. Yeah, is that it? Just three? I might be wrong here. Hang on, because he didn't do Castaway was um, Zemeckis. Apollo thirteen is Ron Howard. Zemeckis. Forrest Gump is Zemeckis. Philadelphia's. Jonathan Demi. Demi? Demi. As in Lovato. <laughs> uh, Green Mile, that's Frank Darabont. Road to Perdition is Sam Mendes. Catch Me If You Can, yes. Uh, Lady Killers is the Coen Brothers. The Terminal. Oh, The Terminal is Spielberg as well. I never saw The Terminal. Saw in theaters. I don't know if I would have guessed that he directed that. But you saying that makes yeah. sense. Spielberg's worked with Ron Howard a lot. Spielberg? Sorry, uh, Hanks has worked with Ron Howard a lot. Well, there's your problem. He did Apollo 13 and the and the like Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons movies. <laughs> Great. Interesting stuff. Uh, all right, that's Saving Private Ryan. You've got Mail, Toy Story 2, Green Mile ends the 90s. We're in the 2000s. 2000 Castaway. This is uh, his last best actor. His most That's his most recent best actor. No, wow. 2001. That's 21 years ago. That is crazy. He was nominated in 2020 for Best Supporting Actor in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. But 19 years between Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. For old T. Hizzy. Uh, so, <clears throat> all right, here's his run in the 2000s decade. Castaway in 2000, Road to Perdition 2002, Catch Me If You Can 2002, The Lady Killers 04, The Terminal 04. Uh, what is this? What is Elvis has left the building? I don't know. That's. I, th- I think he plays a really small role in it. That's a movie movie? He plays Mailbox Elvis, whatever that means. Hmm. A fugitive pink lady rep hooks up with a bored ad exec as she's trying to avoid going down for the murder of several Elvis impersonators. So he probably just has a cameo as one of the Elvis impersonators that gets killed. Interesting. 2004, we get the Polar Express. Oh, boy. 2006, uh, he does a voice in Cars. The Da Vinci Code, 2006. He voices himself in the Simpsons movie in 2007. We had Charlie Wilson's War, 2007. The Great Buck Howard, 2008. The hell is that? Uh, he... A young man, much to the chagrin of his father, becomes the new assistant to an illusionist in decline. Is he the illusionist in decline? No. He's the dad. It's Colin Hanks and and John Malkovich are the two main characters. 
Oh, God. All right. Well, presumably his role isn't that big in that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 2009, Angels and Demons, the Da Vinci Code uh, sequel. He's just off the rails. So, really, the, the like, the incredible run ends basically in 2002 with Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Basically, all through the 90s up until there. So, those, fir- those first three of this decade, Cast Away, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can. Well... And yeah, I mean Are you. All great. You yeah, I mean Castaway. I I didn't watch for these purposes, but you know I love Castaway. Castaway is so good. I mean, it's just like so original and good and cool. How did he not whatever. win Best Actor for Castaway? Well, he's he by himself for like eighty percent of the movie. No, that doesn't mean it's a good performance. Well, it is though. It's yeah, a, he's fine. Oh, Russell Crowe won for Gladiator. Well, Tom Hanks is better. Um, <laughs> Tony, we start on Gladiator, please. Please, not now. Not now. Um uh I watched Road to Perdition recently rewatched that the other day. Uh I love that movie. This is this is an underrated movie that people don't think of very much with Tom Hanks or um but I think he gives a, a very good, very different like Tom Hanks is like a mob hitman in Road to Perdition. Yeah. It's not uh our our lovable pal Tommy T Hizzy. <laughs> You're really trying to make that stick, huh? <laughs> well, then I watch Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. It's, it's it's just so good. Great movie. It's really... Great music. Spielberg again. <clears throat> just great. But Catch Me If You Can is a Leo movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, Hanks is doing a ridiculous Boston accent. Oh, my God. He's, he's I like, mean, the he's accents. Like, he's kind of, like, delightfully not that... Not, it, I don't want to say he's bad in Catch Me If You Can because I think he's good, but he's like goofy. Yeah, it's like the, an energy that works in this movie in a way that like his goofiness in Elvis doesn't. work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's do kind know of a similar mean. thing where he's like the supporting guy, but he's kind of getting away with just like being Tom Hanks. And, yes, and it yeah. But great movie. It's a Leo movie. It's a Spielberg movie more so than a Hanks movie. But yeah, he does lend. You know, it's about their kind of friendship. And yeah, I love Catch Me If You Can. I would rewatch that in a second. Yeah, so good. Although I, I actually put it on the other night and fell asleep. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, that's 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 a hell of a run right there. So from let's start just just the from eighty eight to two thousand two. Oh, we're going back. Good. That's what. 15 years of movies Big League of Their Own Sleepless in Seattle Philadelphia Forrest Gump Apollo 13 Saving Private Ryan You've Got Mail Green Mile Cast Away Road to Perdition Catch Me If You Can Pretty wow. crazy Wow Yeah uh, The rest of the 2000s As we've already kind of said Goes a little bit A little bit haywire here we start getting these Da Vinci Code kind of lame movies. Um, Charlie Wilson's War is good. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, I remember liking it quite a bit. Um, I, although I think more because of Philip Seymour Hoffman and Julia than Tom. But, you know, here we are. All right, let's go to the 2010s. Is that how we call it? The 2010s? Whatever the you want. The teens. Toy Story 3. Larry Crown. Never saw it. Me neither. That's 2011. Uh, also 2011, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Uh, a Best Picture nominee. Jeez, I forgot about that. Never saw it. Me neither. 
2012, we get Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Decidedly not a Best Picture nominee. Yeah, but like cult status somehow now. Mm. Uh, 2013, Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. This was one of the one of the ones where he was expected to get nominated for Best Actor and got snubbed on. Yeah. You know, Oscar. Yeah. He's very morning. good. Yeah. Fun. Good movie. Good movie. Really good performance. Ridiculous accent. Once saw Barkhad Abdi at the Detroit oh, airport. I remember you saying that. We have been boarded by armed pirates. <laughs> he loves an accent. I mean, what does he sound like in real life, Tom Hanks? The thing is, no one knows. It sounds like, like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I know. All I want to do is impersonate Forrest Gump, and I, 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 I have too much uh, self-respect to do that. I think I started the podcast by impersonating Forrest Gump. Did you? What did you say? I just felt like running. <laughs> God! Oh, it is the it. worst movie. That's no, so good. Um, I felt like running. I Shut up. Jeez. 2013, we get Saving Mr. Banks, where he plays Walt Disney. Never saw that either. Didn't like it very much. 2015, we get Bridge of Spies. You don't like that movie, right? That's one I didn't love. I feel like maybe I need to rewatch it. Eh, I, I, only saw, it. I only saw it once. I wasn't a huge fan. Thought it was fine. It was Mark like, Rylance wins the Oscar. Very, he, he is obviously very good in it. Uh, 2015, we get a movie called Ithaca, which hey! shockingly I've never seen. Wow. 2016, we get a hologram for the king. The fuck is that? Man, who knows? 2016, we get Sully. Don't get, please. Not enough time. 2016, we get Inferno. The third of the Da Vinci Code movies? Couldn't have told you they made a third one. 2017, we get The Circle. Emma Watson, I believe, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 2017, we also get The Post. The Post, a movie I... Oh, Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Um, It turns out they have worked together. Yeah. Uh, I like The Post. Plus, it's very good. You know, it's... I don't think it's exceptional, but a a really well done... It's Spielberg, so obviously it's well done, but it's... Yep, agree. And Hanks is good in it. Yeah. Uh, 2019, we get Toy Story 4. 2019, we also get A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Hey. Which I never saw. Really? I should watch that one. I like that movie. Is it good? Yeah. He's he's fine. I mean, you know, the whole thing about that movie was like, I think everybody thought, thought it was gonna be the... Mr. The Rogers Mr. Rogers Bob movie, and it's yeah. not, you know, he's he gets nominated, as we said, for supporting. But for supporting. Right, right. So it's not really his story. He's he's he is good in that movie. I like the, I yeah I like uh, I like it. So that's another decade of of you know we're into the hits and misses stages of his career. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of like, what the hell is that? But, and now we get. To- but for like <laughs> for any like decent actor, that's a pretty good decade. Oh, you know, sure, he, of course. You know, he's got. You know, Captain Phillips is Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I mean, he's nominated for an Oscar. Post, he's, that's three really good movies. He gets one Oscar nomination. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then, yes. So now, finally, we're up to the current decade, of which there are four movies. <laughs> Can you name the four movies? 
in the 2020s that Tom Hanks is I can name three. Uh, all right. So I know that we have, of course, we have Elvis. Correct. We have Finch. Correct. We have Greyhound. Correct. I don't. Oh, you forgot News of the World. Oh, shit. A movie I never saw. Me neither. Paul Greengrass. Oh, no. I never saw. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the greatest moment in any movie trailer ever. Hoss. <laughs> uh, That's right. Yeah, we. The 2020s, Tom Hanks officially fully commits into like the kind of. But commits to no, what? I don't even know. To doing movies that nobody under sixty watches, like Greyhound. Yeah. Greyhound is basically like an A and E. A and E. A and E. History Channel. We'll say History Channel. That's what I mean. Um, sure. It's basically a History Channel movie. News of the world. I don't know what it is, other than a hilarious trailer. Hoss. That's right. Finch? What? I don't know what's going on with Finch. Uh, isn't it like a robot, robot dog yeah, or something? So it's the apocalypse. He's got a robot friend. That's... I mean, it's good to have a friend. It's always good to have a friend in the apocalypse. <laughs> and then we get, <clears throat> finally, the grand finale. <laughs> oh, my God. Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> Elvis. Real quick, before we talk Elvis. Uh-huh. Even though this would be a nice way to wrap it up. Here's what's on Tom Hanks' upcoming... Oh, wow. Okay. His upcoming project section of his IMDb. Okay. 2022, we're getting Pinocchio, oh. in which he plays Geppetto. Ugh. Uh, that's Robert Zemeckis is doing that. Abort! We, we have a movie I should called... say that now. Bad time to be... I'm so sorry. He's in, a Wes, he's in Wes Anderson's movie. Well, who isn't? Literally everybody's in it. Um, that's called Asteroid City. And he's in, he's playing Otto in, wait for it, A Man Called Otto. A cranky retired man strikes up an unlikely friendship with his boisterous new neighbors. Great. Mark Forster directing. Oh, oh uh, great. 2023, we got a movie called Here. Robert Zemeckis again. Reuniting Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. I hope this is actually a Forrest Gump sequel. Set in one single room follows the many people who inhabit it over the over years and years from past to future. Sounds like a Forrest Gump sequel. Jenny! <laughs> Jenny! And then the only other thing he has listed is something called In the Garden of Beasts, which doesn't have much info about it. It says in development. So that's upcoming Tom Hanks. Now, Mom always say To the main event of the evening. Elvis. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Elvis the movie. Elvis the movie. I mean, there has been... Oh, boy. He's about to play a song. Is that it? Apparently that's what are you playing? 
don't know. They're playing from the movie itself. Well, that's a problem. Oh. Is this the song that he stole from black people or the other song that he stole from black people? Because I love you too much, baby. Ellis, much like Forrest Gump, could be its own podcast. Honest, I mean, honestly. Had we recorded right after we saw it? Wow. Well, I you actually wrote a lot of notes for Elvis. I wrote two. This might be the best way to go through this. Shit. Oh, yeah. You can give me your, the two notes that you wrote. Now, when you sat down in the front row of the Marina Dine-In <clears throat> to see the feature film Elvis, mm-hmm. did you have any idea had never heard of him <laughs> is that where you're going no oh. that not the, Elvis I mean Colonel Tom Parker well I'd never heard of him either but <laughs> that the movie would be so much about one person and that person I of course am referring to is Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I forgot. That... Now, Santa Claus... Piece of... <laughs> Jesus. So, for those who haven't I'm seen the it... the snowman. For those of you who haven't seen it, the feature film Elvis is mostly about Santa Claus. Now... <laughs> oh, God, an absolutely insane movie. <laughs> now, Santa Claus is important because Elvis, you see, is supposed to be doing a Christmas special. And Colonel Tom Parker is very adamant that he does the special and the corpse is sung about Santa Claus. Okay? Santa Claus, he better do. This <laughs> that's this is my Colonel Tom Parker impression. Well we got to do the song about Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't know what accent he's doing in this movie. Alright, alright. Oh, and guess who else doesn't? Tom Hanks. Let me start here. Okay. This is my first note I wrote about Elvis. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks gives the single worst performance in film history. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean, other than Forrest... I mean, he might give the worst two. <laughs> See, this is what's interesting. He gives maybe the worst two performances in history. Forrest Gump and Elvis. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie in which... I loved the parts, the good parts more, and hated the bad parts more. Like, the discrepancy between the good parts of this movie and the bad parts of this movie but could I not have think, been further apart. But I do think it is important to say that the bad parts of this movie are also very watchable. In, like, a – this is a train wreck. Oh, sure. They're out – you know – I, I was never bored while watching Even Elvis. Even a long movie. Oh, it is over two and a half hours? I think it's like 2.50. A- it, absolutely absurd. <laughs> but I was never, like, the bad, like, Tom Hanks is insane in this movie. But when he's on screen, I couldn't take my eyes <laughs> off of it. Right. When he's stumbling around a casino. <laughs> he's just... I'm the snowman. I'm the snowman. Um, Austin Butler is fucking fantastic as Elvis. Absolutely great. Every, I'm sorry. Sorry, haters. Every performance scene was a 10 out of 10. Okay. Uh, these are the parts of the movie that I loved. 
you have to believe the girls would be screaming for him, and mm. you totally do. You yep. get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wrote the last act is so goddamn long. Oh, I don't, my Do I remember God. what the last act is? Not really. Oh, it just goes on and on and <laughs> on, on and on and on. It's the money. It's the stealing. It's the this and the that. And also the fact that we don't see Elvis die in the toilet, I mean, does feel like a real <laughs> missed opportunity. Um, I wrote, I don't understand what hanks is doing for elvis like and by that i mean colonel tom part like the whole narrative is like the narrative device of this movie is is we're we're telling the story of elvis through his manager who like sure him out a bunch of money and was you know a, a mess what right yeah but you never there weren't enough like for the for that to work you have to kind of understand why elvis keeps him around and you never do for even for a second other than like a vague threat of something sure uh, other than the one scene where he like kind of right, he tries to fire him, but he has he has debts and whatever. But the, like there, there's no scenes where like uh, Colonel Tom Parker is like doing things successfully for for Elvis. Well, say Colonel Tom Parker <laughs> one more time. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what some of these read them off. Uh, the first performance is great. Intercut with him as a kid. That was. Elvis is when like the girls are going nuts. Yeah, that's a um, great scene. The arrest slash or the dash war thing. The war thing. So so the movie is like chugging right along until Elvis uh, gets arrested and then goes to war, and then it kind of hits a lull. Yeah. When they like they like blast through his his like Hollywood movie career. Yeah. Kind of strange. We- yeah, then we get to Santa Claus, yeah. Um, the the Boz Lerman of it all. The Boz Lerman of it all. His style. Let him direct every movie. That's I mean, what I say. I love his movies. They're like. Is there a movie that he would make less entertaining? No. Let Boz Lerman direct Sully. <laughs> Boz Lerman <laughs> Sully. That'd be something. I mean, name a Tom Hanks movie that Boz Lerman wouldn't make more entertaining. Mm. Let Boz Lerman direct Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be great. That'd be problematic. Let Boz Lerman direct. I think the only Castway. the only like Tom Hanks movie that would not be more entertaining with Boz is A League of Their Own because that's it's that's like a, an exceedingly entertaining movie. Good point. Good point. Good point. All the rest of them basically. Let him direct them all. <laughs> Let him direct them all. Um, I mean, why is this the framing device? Boz Lerman style, great perform performances, but uh, like musical performances. Uh, but this style with comics and hip hop, eh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's Boz. That's Boz, baby. Yeah, that's Boz being Boz. Uh, the racial stuff with with how Elvis got the songs. Yeah, I mean, I, I was surprised that they even sort of addressed it. I mean, I, I I enjoyed the context of it. I think that kind of let him off the hook. Yeah, there's a like no way. That, there's no way that this is like 
actually what happened. No. But for for the narrative of the movie, I thought it was pretty well done. Right. Basically, this idea that, like, Elvis sort of grew up in Memphis around these, like, black songwriters and musical artists or whatever and, like, essentially turned that around and copied it and stole all of it and became the biggest musical artist on the planet while they were all left, you know, playing in dive bars in Memphis, uh, right. I think is sort of the story and it told that a little bit but right it kind of did the like he's friends with them and so he goes he back and sees his, he they're like hey Elvis you're back <laughs> and he's like hey good to see ya <laughs> uh, anyway the last <laughs> I have three final notes please one you already said I wrote I just wrote here comes Santa Claus here comes Santa Claus uh, next one I wrote uh, we have snow. to play here comes something else I, I just wrote snowman he keeps calling himself the snowman for absolutely unknown reason we have to play here comes something else and finally I wrote all the assassinations please I, <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> I, that's the other that's the only other note I wrote why I am begging you <laughs> if you are making a biopic you don't need to tell us what time frame it is we know you don't need to like tell us oh hey by the way like martin luther king just died like but i think they were trying to make that these like the emotional moments for elvis's life and i good feel so they show martin luther king like which a makes a little bit of sense because it happened in memphis whatever right then we have rfk, RFK and we have mentioned jfk but they earlier but they yeah just like i don't know why these biopics are so in, it, i guess it's just such an easy emotional beat to hit of like right it's like oh you want to see how this famous person reacted to a huge yeah. news story uh, it's just just crazy yeah would elvis have done a tribute concert about 9-11 <laughs> how would he made it how old would he have been? I mean, well, he, I know we haven't even talked about This it. was the big surprise. I know. He's only 42 when he died. I thought he was 68. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that he died so young? Not me. So wait, he was how old? Was 42. In? 70 something? Hang on. I'll find it. I'm not doing that math. I can't hold it. Because Elvis, where is it? Elvis Presley was 42 years old when he died in 1977. So he was born in. Well, did he die on August 16th? <clears throat> yeah. Why and do you know that? Because my dad's birthday. He always brings that up. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so he was born in 1935, so 9-11, he would have been 66. Wow, that's kind of... Sh- 9-11 was a long time ago, huh? Is that right? Did I get that right? Six... 1935? That seems crazy. I don't like that. So he'd be 60 in 95, so yeah, 66. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he Elvis only... Somebody been- who was born in 19... 19- 35 would only be in their 60s on 9-11? Why does 9-11 come up every episode? How old is... 
How old is Bruce Springsteen right now? Oh, he's in his 70s. Hey, Siri. How old is Bruce Springsteen? Uh-huh. Bruce Springsteen is 72 years old. So, Bruce Springsteen is six years older right now than Elvis would have been on 9-11. Wow. Unbelievable. Hey, Siri, how old is Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks is 66 years old. Yeah. Huh. Well... Let's circle back to wrap this up mm-hmm. to where we started. Is Tom Hanks a good, wow. a good actor? Wow. I mean, it, it's kind of a difficult question to answer still. Because I really don't think there's anybody else like him. I... Because to me, it, it's not whether or not he's a good actor. He's undeniably a charismatic legend. Charming. Blah, blah, blah. He's charming. Yeah, he's charming, sure. Blah, blah, blah. But do I think that Tom Hanks will go down as one of the great actors of all time? At least in my mind. I don't know. Interesting. Like, I feel like he's going to go down as, like... He's Cary Grant. That's what I was just about to say that. I mean, like, he just that's... is. And, and I love Cary Grant. He's charming. <laughs> Could Cary Grant have done Castaway? You know what? Probably not. So I think there's a little bit there. Like, Tom Hanks has dabbled in the, like, you know, peak actor conversation I yeah mean, obviously he went back-to-back best actors well that's but. what makes it interesting right that back-to-back best actor winner thing is right. just crazy so here's here's so obviously you know he's a great actor or at least you know was during his peak and even if he's 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 kind of unique in the way we just talked about yeah do you think there are there will be any more? You know, Tom Hanks. We said he's sixty six years old. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're gonna get one more like run? Do you think he'll ever be nominated for an Oscar, acting Oscar again? Do you think we're gonna get another run of great performances from Tom Hanks, or or is he officially in the um, the the doing these weird I'm just gonna keep making movies for Apple TV <laughs> Apple TV or it's a really good question I mean, the... like I love that he did this Elvis movie even though I think he's truly awful in it yeah like, that at least felt like a risk worth taking there's no reason that the answer to that question isn't no because literally anybody would no reason it isn't no does that mean it's yes what was your question <laughs> The answer, yeah. Do do I think that Tom Hanks can win another Oscar? Absolutely. That, to me, isn't the question, really. It's does he want to. Like, he seems content just to kind of just do whatever he... I don't know. Maybe he thinks that, you know, Finch is going to win the Oscar. I I don't know. But, like, he could work with Spielberg in a minute. You know what's it? But, like, he's worked with Spielberg a bunch... 
He worked with the Coen brothers once. Yeah. But still, like, he hasn't done that sort of, like, where is his sort of, like, Scorsese, PTA, Aronofsky, sort of whatever it is. Oh, Tom Hanks is, like, going for it or whatever. Right. That's never quite – and that's not a criticism, whatever. I think sometimes it's, like, a cheap thing when people do that. But, like, he doesn't seem interested – I mean, he, right, his his guys are kind of the more, um, uh, it's a weird way to say it, but less risky filmmakers. Of yeah, the, it's Spielberg, it's Ron Howard, it's Zemeckis, it's like, and yeah, you know, that's that's fine. Uh, but it would be fun to see him dabble in some of these, mm-hmm. you know, as, as he as he becomes well and I, well and also like i mean we haven't even talked about it i guess but like or did we at the beginning i don't remember about how four hours i know i'm so sorry remember. i'm so sorry uh he doesn't seem well hmm. <laughs> yeah i guess the kind of there's been a stretch uh, over the last few months here where all of a sudden he's like very skinny he seems to be giving some strange interviews yeah a little bit of concern for how Tom's doing these days. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think if he's in the right project with the right director, uh, yeah, I think sky's the limit. I just don't know that he really cares. Yeah. Like, I don't think Tom Hanks wakes up in the morning and is, like, trying to win an Oscar. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. You know? He's like, I'm fucking <clears throat> Tom Hanks. Yeah, I mean, he's also... We didn't, we didn't even talk about all the non-acting things he does, but he's he's been producing things for... 20 plus years now running a production company and yeah you know he's directed a few movies yeah i yeah, mean he's, he's got chet <laughs> god <laughs> get chet Ch- hanks we should get chet on the podcast there should be a podcast with chet hanks and chet Hol- holmgren <laughs> chet on chet do you think either of them know who each other are? <laughs> well, that's a great question. Who's more likely to know who the other one is? I think Chet probably knows Chet. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Listen, Tom Hanks, we love you. Come on the pod anytime you want, brother. I wish nothing but the best for Tom. I hope he's doing well. He's not. One of <laughs> one of the great actors of all time. Oh. Of our time. Okay. There it is. Charming. The charmer himself. What a guy. What a guy. America's dad. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it is, right? Like, I love the guy. Has Tom Hanks ever had sex in a movie? <laughs> I, I assume he probably did in something in the 80s that I've that's never seen. That's a really good Well, I guess question. he doesn't big. Oh, but, yeah. like... It's, yeah. It's not like a... He, should, he doesn't seem willing to, like... Or not even willing, but, like, he doesn't really seem to want to go there, right? I think he's very protective of... This image. Right. You know? Like, he's even when he's sort of the bad guy, like even in Elvis, it's like it's... Right. He's just sort of like a schmuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? He's not like, you know... He's not evil. Yeah. Or even, you know, you, you kind of feel bad for him at the same time. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, <clears throat> I... Uh, Hope everyone listening, as we end the podcast here, goes and fires up Force Gump. 
and send all your favorite scenes to Daniel. Jenna, our daughter, I was on the ball, Jenna. This is the worst impression. Jenna, mama. Maybe it was a good performance. I can't even do it for more than five <laughs> seconds. Wow. All Tom right. Hanks. We love you, Tommy. Love you, buddy.